0: hi good morning happy sunday welcome to life church we're so glad that you're here church is always better together so watch together grab your family grab your friends whoever you can grab grab them pull them together and let's enjoy this moment together participate enjoy this in the chat you can shout out you can say amen hallelujah it's great to be in church today You know you can grab yourself a cup of coffee a bagel you can get yourself whatever you want to eat this morning but most of all we're glad you're here to feast on the word of god together with us at life church here at life church we exist to be a safe place for people to find and to follow jesus we want to thank you life church for making that possible you do that with your faithfulness and your generosity you guys participate you serve you give We're so thankful for all of you. What a wonderful family. So continue please to be a give first Church so that we can continue to help people find God and make disciples you can give easily at www.lifechurchhw That's horizonswest.com You can text any amount that you want to eight four three two one or just simply click the link below, whatever works for you. We try to make this as easy as possible. Give the way you want. Watch on YouTube, watch on Facebook. Just be with us today. We're so happy. By the way, if you're with us for the first time here at Life Church, thanks for joining us and worshiping with us. We'd love to connect with you, get to know you, let you get to know us. You can fill out a connection card by simply texting the word CONNECT to 407-543-1423. Or you can even just scan the QR code. It really doesn't matter how you do it. Just thank you for spending your time with us. Thanks for getting to know us. Thanks for letting us get to know you. We love you. We're Life Church we're family you are welcome to be here with us today soon pastor brant's going to come and share the message with us today so get ready warm up that coffee grab your bible open up your phone whatever it is that you do let's enjoy being in the presence of god together
1: good morning Thank you so much for tuning in with us from wherever it is that you may be watching from. We are excited to spend this next few minutes with you. We've prayed for you, and we've prayed that you would encounter our amazing God right there in your living room. All right, let's worship together and lift him up.
2: I won't bow for idols I so strong and worship you and if it puts me in the fire I'll rejoice cause you're there too I won't be for my feelings I hold fast to what is true and if the cross brings transformation then I'll be crucified with you
3: 'Cause death is just a doorway into resurrection life. And if I join you in your suffering, then I'll join you when you
2: Well, I wanted to share with you guys something real quick I have a bracelet over here and it says call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things and that's what God does he shows you great things and good things about life so you can keep going in this path that you have so you can get to him and get to know him and realize how much he loves you
3: E Deus te abençoe e te guarde, e brilhe sua face sobre ti, levante seu rosto em ti de paz.
2: Y bendiga que extienda su amor y te muestre favor, Dios te mire eh, con arado y te dé paz.
3: Be gracious to the
1: Lord's
3: journeys, praise God.
2: May his favor be upon you and a thousand generations In your family and your children and their children and their children May his favor be upon you and a thousand generations In your family and your children and their children and their children May his favour be
3: upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their children may his presence go before you and behind you and beside you all around you and within
1: God, we thank you that you are the God of peace in any situation. We thank you, Lord. I thank you that in my life, when things go awry and not the way that I think they should, Lord, that you are ever giving peace and you are meeting me in that moment. And God, we lift you up today for all that you are, for the many ways that you bless us and you keep us Lord, we do pray that you would make your face shine upon us as your people, Lord, so that as your face shines on us, others see you. This is our prayer. May it be so, Father. May it be so. And all of you said watching with me this morning, amen.
4: Well, good morning again, and thank you for joining us at Life Church here to worship with us. And um, my desire, my hope is that the worship that you've already experienced in singing, that um, in singing praise to our God, that hopefully uh, that that was a refreshment to your soul this morning. There, and uh, it is such an exciting thing, and I, I I am so thankful for all those at Life Church that um, uh, utilize the gifts and uh, their 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 talents uh, for Him. And uh, their commitment uh, to everything that they do around here in order to uh, make Life Church great. It's, so it's pretty exciting. I am uh, so thankful for um, all of our worship team and tech teams and everything that they do to make all of this happen, each week for you all. And um, you know and with that, we started a uh, series over the last few weeks here, um, called "Talking about the Importance of the Church." And I love talking about the church. Um, you know, the church is something that is of vital importance in each and every one of our lives, but I believe is, the, is, is of extreme importance, and not only here in our community, but across our nation and around our world. It is the institution, the uh, 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 organization that Jesus chose, that, that God chose in order to change the world, and it's, and it's an exciting thing to be a part of. I could talk about the church. Uh, it, for a long time, just just going, I, talking about that and its mission. I mean, there is nothing more that I enjoy really talking about there. It, 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 God's mission for us and using us through His church, and uh, we've been talking about um, life church specifically over the last couple weeks. And uh, God's call on us and God's mission that He has giving given us here at Life Church in order to reach our community and then have that stretch out of, around the world. You know, it is our desire to make a difference, to make a difference. And uh, you know the way that we're uh, the way the way that we are going about that, it, and the things that we want to see happen in each and every person's life that either watches us online or ultimately comes and worships with us at uh, Waterspring Elementary as as we gather together as the church. We want to see four things happen um, in everyone's life. We want everyone, everyone within our community, everyone within our reach to have the opportunity to find and know God. We want people to find God. And then from there, we want people to find freedom. We want them to discover their purpose and then ultimately for everyone to make a difference. Well, over the last couple of weeks, we have focused on the importance of seeing people find God. I'm telling you, that is, that is the passion of my heart it, in the context of the church here. In order to see people that are far from God become connected with God, there, there's nothing, just like I said last week, there's nothing that fuels me more than that. To tell people about how much Jesus loves them. You know, and you know, because ultimately the heart of God is that it's people. The heart of God is people. He desires relationship with us, with you, and with me. And we've talked about that a lot over the last couple of weeks. And, and and quite honestly, it is something we we talk about each and every week because we see the importance of that for everyone. But he also desires not only for us to have relationship with him. But God designed us in order to have relationship with others. And so we're kind of, we, we talked about that finding God piece. And now today and over the next couple of weeks, we're, we're going to be talking about finding freedom. And ultimately, we find freedom in the context of relationship with others. We as human beings ultimately have an innate de, in, internal desire to live in relationship with others. I don't think anybody, you know, n- naturally just wants to live in isolation and live alone. And not just to live in any type of relationship with, but 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 in harmony and at peace with others in their lives. Let's for a moment um, reflect upon the law of God. You know the law of Moses. You know those ten commandments. And you you've probably heard of that. Um, and you you you've probably uh, have heard the ten commandments at at some point. Well, they were 10 laws that were given to Moses way back um, after the Israelites left Egypt. You know, the, he, he went up to the top of the mountain and, and God gave him these 10 commandments. And um, if by keeping those 10 commandments that uh, God gave us, we would live in harmony with him and with others. But the purpose and the heart of God in the, in the commandments, though, wasn't for us to be a judge. And a lot of times we look at those and we'll judge others whether or not they are they are putting God first or whether or not they are living in harmony with others. You know, because you know we know what the, those Ten Commandments say, right? It's where it says that uh, we are to not cheat, not steal, not not uh, to uh, commit adultery, not to do this, not you know it, it, it's all those Thou shalt nots and, and everything. So it's very easy for us to look at that and then judge others, but that wasn't the purpose of it. But it was that through loving Him and putting. Him him first, that we would naturally live at peace with others. Because if you see the way that those 10 commandments were put into place, the first four focused on our relationship with God, and the other six focused on our relationship with others. So if we would naturally uh, it, uh, uh, just learn to love God, put him first, the others would be okay. Let, let me um, uh, j- j- just think about this for a moment. You know, the, the intent of the law wasn't for us to check off boxes wasn't for us to say, yes, I I do this, I do that, I do that, I don't do that, I don't do that, I'm okay. That wasn't it whatsoever. The intent was for us to look at that and say, man, I fall short. And I need grace. I need God. I need love. You know. So, but here's the thing: God, God knows, and and I believe that it, it's really key for you to understand this. Why He put those first four things to be about Him. You know, to, to put Him first, to not to not uh, uh, put any idols before Him. You know, to to remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. There, there are those. Um, uh, commandments to put first. Because here's the thing, when we learn how to love God, it will naturally, we will naturally love others. Because here's the thing, when you learn how to love others, you're not going to cheat others. You're not going to lie about others. You're you're not going to step out on your spouse. You're not going to do these other things. You are going to glorify God in your life. So let's move on. we got a lot to cover here. Um, but, but, but we know that living in loving relationship with others is not that easy, right? Living in harmony with others in your life isn't very easy. And all those that are married out there say amen with me, right? Yeah, there you go. You know, yes, living in relationship with others isn't easy. The way God designed each and every one of us is to live in relationship with God and others. God's design for us is not in isolation But relationship, one of the things that has made the last six months for us so hard is the isolation that has happened to so many. It's through relationship with others that we find freedom. God put things together in such a way that we find forgiveness through Him as we find Him and we find freedom in our lives through others. We find healing through others. The book of James, uh, chapter 5, verse 16 says this. He says, Therefore, confess your sins, your faults to one another, and pray for one another that you may be healed. That's pretty amazing. It uh, took me a long time to understand really what that verse meant um, in, in my life. And ultimately, God was telling us that it, the way that He has designed things. That in order for us to find freedom in our life, we have to live in the context of loving relationship with others because it's through there. Remember, read that verse again. It says, therefore, confess your sins, confess your faults to who? Not just to God, but to one another because there's freedom in that. There is freedom. There is healing in that. Heal from what sin? What are the what, what? are those sins? When 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 it's talking about sin right here, faults. You know, well, ultimately, is anything that stands in the way from you living in loving relationship with God and with others. It's anything that stands in the way. Any of those roadblocks. Any of those things that stand in the way in order for you to live at peace amongst everyone. To accomplish that, God knew that we that we would need each other. That we would need others in our life. Solomon, King Solomon, one of the, the, the Bible talks about God, God says that he was the wisest man ever. He said this in the book of Proverbs, chapter 27. And it started verse 17, he said, Iron sharpens iron, and one man sharpens another. He also says in Proverbs 27, 6, just a few verses up there, says, faithful are the wounds of a friend. So, you know, the intent of living in relationship with others is for us to be better. Better. God knew that in order for us to, to be who he wants us to be, to ultimately, to, to, to experience true freedom of life, we have to live in the context of relationship with others. You know, whenever, um, well, let's, let's move on. It says, we, we stay around here all the time, and it is so true that we are better together. Better together. There is another great saying that I, I love this saying, if you want to go fast, Go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. Makes sense, doesn't it? It's pretty... I I love that saying. So if this is so important for us, then why do we settle to live isolated and alone and never experience the true freedom in life that God wants for each and every one of us? What hinders people from living in relationship with others? What at its core is the reason is the reason that, that that people can't live at peace with others and therefore they recoil and live in that isolation. Well, and ultimately it goes back to the to the whole idea, like like we started there in Exodus, the law's intent wasn't for us to judge others, but it was to learn how to love others. The desire to judge others instead of ourselves is what is probably the biggest reason why we can't live at peace with others in our lives. You know, this happens naturally for us. We weren't, all, we weren't intended to be a judge, but to live and love and experience true freedom in life. You know, we were, when, when you go back to the garden there, again, that, that, that we've referenced the last couple of weeks, the Garden of Eden, we were to eat of the tree of life. Not it, 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 and by doing that, we were we were choosing life. We were choosing to choosing him, and and, and God ultimately wants us to live in ultimately to live in His love, and be okay just with Him, but it, and in that in perfect relationship with Him and others. When we're eating of the tree of life, we were not supposed to eat of the tree of what knowledge of good and evil. Because the tree of knowledge of good and evil ultimately made us a judge. And judgment brings death. We ultimately chose to step into a role that was intended for God alone. Well, let's see what Jesus said about this and how it affects our relationship with others. By doing, by doing so, I, I think we can find some in, insight into why it is so hard for us to live the way God intended us to. In freedom. In freedom. But I will tell you this: If you can grasp this and let the words of Jesus soak in and transform your life from the inside out, you will experience the fullness of all that God has for you. If you've chosen to follow God, I'm telling you, and you have found Him, if I'm telling you, you learn this right here, you're going to experience a life you didn't know was possible. In Matthew chapter 7, starting verse number 3, we got to move quickly this morning here. It says, "Why do you why do you this is Jesus. And he says, "Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, "Let me take the speck out of your eye," when there is a log in your own eye? You hypocrite," First, take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Wow, you've probably heard that story if you've been around church very long. It's been a couple years since I've preached on that, but but ultimately Jesus is trying to get his those that were listening on that day, and then even here today as we're looking into this, he he's trying to get us to understand that 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 we must be willing to look inward. Before we look outward, marriage after marriage and relationship after relationship remain broken and never experience the beauty for which they are intended because people would rather deal with everyone else's problems across the table instead of their own. Man, I'm guilty of that. Stacy and I know what it's like to have a broken relationship. And thank the Lord, we, we, we've learned over these 25 years what it is to um, uh, not try to fix the other person. And uh, so now we've, it's, we, we, we haven't always done this the right way. But what happens when, when, when you don't take care of the beam in your own eye, is, is it just that? It's a beam. And you become dangerous to everyone else in your life. And typically, you become most dangerous to those that you are closest with. And and ultimately, no one can ever get too close to you because you've got this big old beam, this big old problem that you're unwilling to deal with. What hinders intimacy with your spouse and others? It's ultimately your unwillingness to deal with your own issues. My unwillingness to deal with the things that affect me. Freedom is not found in pronouncing judgment, but in learning how to love. Love looks past the faults of others just as God looked past our faults, our sin, and gave forgiveness. Love ultimately does this, guys, everyone listening here. You know, love removes control from you and me and gives it back to God. The way God intended, the way God desired for this thing to be, what happens when we focus on the planks in? What happens when we focus on the planks in our own eye? The brokenness in our own lives is what, what the natural thing that, that happens for the follower of Jesus is. The walls come down, and then you are able to have healthy relationships with others, like God desires for us. It's then that you're able to begin the iron sharpening iron process that uh, Solomon talked about that we read there in Proverbs 27. It's then when when you can admit your faults to others and then be willing and, and then be willing to let others help you that you learn and experience freedom and healing in your own life. You experience the love of God at that point in a new in a refreshing way here's the thing all of us have have wounds don't we all of us have broken pieces in our life all of us need others in order to be better you may not even understand and know what is broken in your life what 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 needs to be healed you just know something isn't right I promise you this, your spouse knows what's broken in you. Your, the, your, those, those people you call your best friends in your life, they know what's broken in you. But you're so broken, we are so broken at times where we don't let them in in order to help us to be better. Well, when you take the plank out, others can get close. And then they can speak into your life and they can help you. We are designed to live in the context of relationship with others. Here at Life Church, we desire to do life in a relational way. We don't see church as just, the, just us gathering together on a Sunday. We see church as something, yes, we gather, and boy, we love the gathering. It's been so exciting for us to gather with those that have come out the last couple weeks here at Water Spring. But ultimately, the church, that is not the whole of the church. The, whole, the church is made up of relationships. And in those relationships, we become better. The way you do that, uh, the way that uh, we, we go about uh, um, being in this relational church is, is in community with others. And the way that we do that here at life Church, is through life groups. Life groups. You know, there's only so close that you're going to be able to let somebody in just coming on a Sunday morning and gathering. Life groups are an essential part of all of our spiritual growth, our relational growth, our emotional growth. My desire is to see everyone at Life Church to be in a group, to be in a life group, to be in relationship with others. Why? Because all of us need to be better. Because it is in those groups that you get to know others personally. And when you understand the importance of placing yourself in community with others, and you let the walls down and let others in, you'll never want to do life in any other way. But the natural reaction and thought process of those that uh, that, that, that that hinders this from happening is this thought right here, and I've heard this so many times from people over the years. If I let others in, they won't understand, they won't accept me, they won't love me for who I am. And here's the thing, guys, I promise you this, that is the furthest thing from the truth. That should never happen, especially in the church. Unfortunately, it has happened at times. But in the church followers of Jesus, you know what we are supposed to do? We are supposed to love others. And how do we love others? Just like Jesus did. We look past people's faults. We look past those things and we help people to be better. We love people for who they are. And then in that context, we have that opportunity to help each other in order to ultimately be more like Jesus Here's the thing, you know, though there are people who believe that, and you may have believed that, I know I have believed that, that same thing, that I can't be real, I can't be authentic, because if I be authentic, others are going to judge me, and they're not going to accept me, and they're not going to love me. But ultimately, that is a lie from the devil to keep you from experience the freedom, healing, and abundant life that God has for you. Because that abundant life not only comes from finding God, but from finding freedom through living in loving relationship with others. Well, the intent of life church and life groups is, is not to make you smart followers of Jesus. Do I want you to know the Bible? Yes, I want you to know the Bible. I, I, you know, I, I want you to know the things that, that Jesus taught. I, I want you to know stuff all the way from Genesis to Revelation. Yes, but the intent isn't for you to just accumulate knowledge here. Our goal is transformation through the love of God. Man, I want you to fall in love with Jesus. I want you to fall in love with others. I want you to find, I want people in this community. I want, I want people that are here at Life Church. I want you to find God, and then I want you to find freedom. And that happens in relationship with others. Well, you know, we're coming up on the next set of um, uh, time for life groups again. A lot of times through, through the summertime, we don't do as much just because summer, people are in and out and everything. But we're coming up on the fall, and it's time for us to start looking towards start getting our life groups started up again after Labor Day. And uh, we've got some exciting things planned along those lines for you. There are, uh, as, as uh, um, right here today, you can go to our website at lifechurchhw.com, and there you can um, uh, hit the Life Groups tab and you'll be able to sign up and you'll you'll be able to see the different life groups that are that are offered and there's going to be even some tweaks to that o- over the next week um, of, of some things we're, we're talking about adding to that. But right now on there, you'll, you'll see that there is a, a life groups for men and life groups for women. There's a young adults life group. There, there's a college age life group. There, there's life groups for uh, high schoolers. We're, we're going to have a, a, a neat group that we're putting together because of everything that's going on in our society around us. There's so many questions. People always, always are asking, are, uh, is this the end times? Well, uh, we're going to be offering a a life group talking about those things and uh, talking about the end times in the book of Revelation. And uh, so there's going to be multiple ways that you can get in relationship with others, to do life with others, talk about God, and ultimately you'll be better for it. You'll experience freedom for it. And like I said earlier, it's my desire to see everyone involved in some way in life groups. When you're not involved in life groups, you are missing out. We need each other, and here's the thing: I need each. I need you. I need others in my life, and I'm. I I am so um, uh, in my life. I have been intentional to allow others into my life because I'm just like you. I mess up. I need others to be able to speak into my life, and you know what people do, and and it's because of that. That I'm able to be better. So let me encourage you, don't hold back. Find a way. Get in community with others. You're going to find freedom. Well, next week, as we wind this down, we will continue this thought on finding freedom. And I promise you this, you are not going to want to miss what we're going to be talking about next week. So you're going to have to come back to find out what it is. But it is going to uh, if, if you can grasp some of these things in your life that we've talked about here, not judging others, just loving others, and the piece we're going to put together with this next week, it will radically change your life and how you go about life in the context of your relationships. Life Church, thank you so much for joining us here this morning. I pray that you have a great week. I pray that God blesses you. I pray that um, uh, you experience the fullness of all that God has for you this week. Let's pray. God, we thank you for loving us. We thank you for this time. God, we thank you for, God, just for your son. God, we're thankful for Jesus and, Lord, how he went to the cross for us, loved us, looked beyond our fault and died for us and gave us the opportunity to have life. God, I thank you for that. God, I thank you that I know you. So God, I pray that you might, um, uh, Lord, if there's someone out here today who doesn't know you, God, I pray that, Lord, all these things we talked about, about loving others, living in relationship with others, God, before that piece even put in place in order to experience that the way you designed, God, it it starts in a relationship with you. So God, I pray that you would just work in people's hearts and lives and that, that we would see people give their life to you even this morning right there in their homes. But God, also, God, I pray that, Lord, that you would give us grace and wisdom in our lives, Lord, to allow others into our lives, Lord, and not focus on others' problems, but to focus on our own. And God, in that, experience the healing that you so desire and freedom that you'd like us to live. God, again, we love you and we thank you for this time. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope everyone has a blessed week.